You think about debt. You think about different stuff. It took. It didn't. Ta- it may, maybe it didn't take you long to get into <laughs> into it, but it might take you a little bit to get out of it. Everybody can say amen to that if you've ever experienced any form of debt. Some of you guys are um, not going to be admitting that, but I, I think all of us have some kind of debt. So, you know, the question is, wh- wh- where do I start at? Where do I start at in being patient? Where do I start at in understanding what God is doing? Where do I start out in understanding what God is doing? So, hermanos, estaba enseñando un retrato de el sábado de mi esposa y yo. Estamos manejando de Marble Falls y tuvimos un accidente. Un troca se entró en nuestra línea del... No sé cómo decir oncoming, pero de los carros que vienen contra de nosotros. Y entró en nuestra línea y, y uh, su espejo pegó a nuestro espejo. Y um, creímos que estábamos un, en un accidente. Yo creí que pegaron mi, mi troca. Y era un troca grande, más grande que, que mío. Pero gracias a Dios que no, nada pasó. Pero lo llevé a un lugar donde... Ya ha trabajado mi troca tres veces. Ya es chistoso. Ya saben que voy a venir. Ah, viene Gravier. Nomás es Gravier. Déjalo que se parque donde se parque. Y, y ojalá que el dinero que vamos a agarrar de él vamos a comprar o vamos a hacer otro edificio con el dinero que estamos haciendo de él. Y, y el persona que vino dijo, ¿Este, ¿este troca ha estado aquí? Le dije, sí, dos veces antes. Este iba a ser tres veces en como un año. Uh, y, y me reí poquito porque él, conociendo eso, uh, como sabíamos que mi, mi troca ha estado ahí. Pero estaba pensando, me dijeron que iba a estar listo el viernes, right? That's Friday, viernes. Uh, eh, y dijeron que el, el, este viernes lo puedes ir a, venir a levantar. Y yo comencé a pensar si yo... Le hablaba, le decía, ¿sabes qué? Yo quiero cambiar unas cosas uh, ya antes que están trabajando. Y si le dije, ¿sabes qué? Lo voy a levantar, lo voy a usar por unas horas. Porque necesitaba levantar algo de, de, de Lowe's. Uh, si ese tiempo se largaba más, se extendía más. Sí, es común pensar eso, ¿no? Que sí se va a extender. ¿Por qué? Porque ellos están pensando que ellos lo van a tener ahí. Que yo no voy a estar interrumpiendo, interrupting, o interrumpiendo lo que están haciendo, el trabajo que están haciendo. Pero comencé a pensar en nuestras vidas espirituales. Que a veces así uh, se, se, uh, estamos con el Señor. Uh, el Señor quiere trabajar con nosotros. Y nosotros estamos diciendo, Señor, yo, quiero, yo sé que estás trabajando en mí ahorita, pero yo necesito el viejo hombre ahorita. Yo sé que estás trabajando en mí, Señor, pero necesito esto ahorita y, y yo sé que es contra lo que estás haciendo en mí. Y se extiende el tiempo que cosas pueden pasar en nuestras vidas. ¿Por qué? Porque no tenemos paciencia para um, humillarnos o lo que sea. So we struggle with that. We struggle with patience. We struggle with... Uh, understanding that it's a process. Some of us struggle too because uh, we, we're not seeing results. Um, not everybody can lose weight the way I'm losing weight right now and have those results as quickly as I'm having them. It can't. It's not going to happen. 
It's not going to happen. It's a funny story on that. I had an interesting conversation with my wife, and, and she was cutting my hair, and, and she finally said the thing that, that, you know, it was the dagger in my heart. She goes, really? Just do it. Just shave it. And I, I, had to get, I had to get spiritual on her. You know, while the sun comes out, there's still hope. There's still little pelitos here. There's still a little bit of hope. What if I gave up on it and, and mi- a miracle happened, you know? But there could be good results in our lives, spiritually speaking. Some of us are looking for those results without work. Muchos de nosotros, hermanos, no tenemos paciencia para ver las cosas que Dios está haciendo. Lo queremos ahorita. Y a veces hacemos cosas y, y no estamos pensando en el proceso. No estamos entendiendo lo que estamos haciendo, lo más lo estamos haciendo. Necesitamos aceptar y entender. Y quiero hablar de unas cosas que son importantes en eso. Y la pregunta que, que, que hice para todos es, ¿dónde comienzo en este entendimiento? ¿Dónde puedo comenzar? Where do I start at? So, where do I start at? So, if we could turn to Philippians 1.6. This is good for you too, kids, to understand this, for everybody to understand this that's listening to this. Where do I start out at in, in, a, in a relationship with God? Where do I start out with in understanding this walk with Christ? It's not just, you know, something that you just come to church because your parents tell to come to church. You got to start wanting this in your heart and putting this in your heart. So Philippians 1.6 reads, being confident of this very thing. That he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Que entendemos esto, hermanos, que como dice aquí, estando, estando confiado de esto, que el que comenzó en, en vosotros la buena obra la perfeccionará hasta el día de Jesucristo. Como dije, muchas veces nosotros. Ya tenemos el mental de, de, de Amazon, que si lo ordeno ahora, viene mañana. You know, a lot of us have that mindset of Amazon. If I order it today, it'll be here tomorrow. I'm a Prime member. And things, not all things work that way, brothers and sisters. There's things that do work that way, and thank God. Addictions, it worked that way in my life. I had an addiction, and I asked God, and God took it. And I thank God for that. So it's hard for me to understand sometimes where somebody says it took this long of a time because it didn't take that long for me. But it doesn't mean that I can't be sympathetic to somebody that it took a journey because that was what God was going to do for that person as that person's at a better place now because he's perfect in what he does. Para todos es diferente, hermanos, este cambiamiento, este Trabajo que está haciendo Dios en, en nuestras vidas. Para unos es bien rápido. Algo puede pasar bien rápido. Para otros se lleva tiempo. Pero los que pasaron bien rápido que pueden entender que cómo está trabajando Dios en su vida. No nomás haciéndonos sin, sin raíz. A veces los que cosas pasan bien rápido no, no forman raíces. Y no se va a sostener. So yo quiero hablar de cuatro cosas uh, en este entendimiento. I want to talk about four things in, um, in, in this understanding the process. And 
out of the four things I'm going to talk about is acknowledgement, repentance, growth, and sustaining. So, oh, God bless Brother Anthony for putting those up there. So we're going to talk about acknowledgement, repentance, growth, and sustaining, or sustain. So the question I have now is, what do I acknowledge? It's important to, to, to know what you're going to acknowledge in this process, in this walk. So la pregunta es, no sé cómo decir acknowledge. ¿Cómo se dice? Reconocer or reconocimiento. Oh, awesome. Okay, good. Reconocimiento. La pregunta es, ¿qué, qué debo reconocer? Y... Si vamos para Galatas 5.19. If we go to Galatians 5.19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleansiness, lasciviousness. Verse 20. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. Envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So, ¿qué estamos reconociendo aquí, hermanos? Que hay algo, hay algo en nuestra carne que es contra, que, que, que tiene um, causas contra Dios. Cosas que están, el carne quiere hacer que es contra Dios. Y necesita, necesitamos reconocer que tenemos un batalla ahorita. Hay muchos que no entienden eso, nomás que están viviendo una vida bien libres. Creyendo que están bien y están bien mal. So we got to acknowledge that there is a battle in our flesh. And, and, and thankfully there's, all of us should understand this here because I don't, you know, there's, there's nobody new that would not understand this. There's a battle in our flesh. There's a battle that our flesh has in fleshly things. And so in this battle, we've got to understand that this, a lot of these things are against, if all these things are against God. So necesitamos entender, hermanos, que todas esas cosas que leemos aquí son contra Dios. Entendiendo eso, podemos estar avisados o podemos estar, ¿cómo se dice? Es avisados, like war, uh, paying attention. Estamos avisados que estas cosas no, no deben estar en nuestras vidas. Eso es la, la primera cosa que queremos hablar, que debemos reconocer. Que debemos estar en trucha, de, pagando atención. So that's the first thing I want to talk about that we should be paying attention to is that the flesh is wanting to, these things want to manifest themselves in our lives. And as, as us, this is why we come to church so we can learn how to purge ourselves from these things so we can understand that we have dominion over these things through Christ. That Christ has given us power over those. And if we turn to uh, uh, Romans 3.23, what is another thing that we must recognize? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Es otra cosa que debemos reconocer aquí, hermanos. Por cuanto todos pecaron y están destu destruidos, 
de la gloria de Dios Que todos nosotros necesitamos a Dios No importa si crees que estás perfecto y que no hiciste nada mal Todos nosotros hemos caído como se dice aquí Destruidos de la gloria de Dios Again, some of us, you know, we hold ourselves at high esteem, but we got to understand that we all came short from the glory of God. And that's why we have to acknowledge that we need God. This is, this is a powerful moment. This is a moment where when you start to realize that you need God in your life, that's a powerful moment that comes in your life. And again, it's, I could be preaching to the choir, as people say, because everybody here in church should know this, but we need to remember this. That it was an important moment for us to, when that message came to you and it convict you, convicted you and you felt convicted and you felt, I need God, I need God. And this, is, this was a great acknowledgement in our lives. I need God because he's been so good to me. And if we turn to James 4, 17. Therefore to him, that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not to him, it is sin. El pecado pues está en aquel que sabe ser lo bueno y no lo hace. Eso es importante entender. Para muchos de nosotros no podemos usar excusas que no, no, entendemos, no entendimos cuando estábamos aquí en la iglesia. Porque hay muchas veces que estamos leyendo los mismos versículos cada vez ¿Qué? estamos enforzándonos para entenderlo estamos viviendo una vida bien ah pero me gusta estar todo calma no está todo bien no, si yo entiendo más me, va, me, me pena más tengo más que me apenando está contra mí a mí me gusta ser libre en estas cosas Debemos entender, hermanos, que el juicio es real, es real. Y es algo importante entender que, que, como dice aquí, si no lo vamos a hacer, es, es un pecado mayor para, contra nosotros. We got to understand, brothers and sisters, that, you know, us knowing to do this good, knowing to do what we're, what we're learning, and we don't do it, it's, it's, it's greater on us because... There's people that don't know to do this stuff. It's greater on us too to let people know that too and to live a life that can inspire change. It's important for these things and it's important for our mindset to be there. And why is it important in this acknowledgement? Because the next thing that we're going to talk about, which is repentance. And I want us to to talk about, again, the acknowledgement of these things, acknowledging God as sovereign, acknowledging that, there, that we need him, acknowledging this, and it takes us to what? To repentance. And repentance is, 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 is a very important trigger because that repentance is me understanding that there was wrong. Some of us, we acknowledge things, but we don't repent. We don't think we did anything wrong. That doesn't honor God. 
knowing, you know, that he went to the cross doesn't honor God. Repenting makes that sacrifice honorable. So we have to understand what repentance represents. And if we turn to Luke 5.32... I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to the repentance. I think this is very powerful in in relation to how we're reading this right now because there's times, brothers and sisters, that we get to that Pharisee level. And what is a Pharisee level in my eyes is uh, sometimes brothers and sisters that have been in church a long time that they forget how God called them. And they forget that there is a beginning process. And our compassion should always be for that beginning process. As somebody's going through these steps. And I love how God puts it so clearly, like, because he's not saying that he did not come for us, because at one point we were at that stage. But he for sure said, if we've lost it, then we need to remember that. Sometimes our, our nose might be so high up in the air that we're not seeing what's in front of us and the love and compassion that we should have for those around us. Es importante, hermanos, a entender que es uh, arrepentirte. Es una cosa entender la cruz, pero es otra cosa arrepentirte. Ese es el poder de la, la cruz. Arrepentimiento. Reconociendo que alguien nos amó tanto que dio su vida para nosotros. Pero si no los repetimos, 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 ¿qué es el efecto de la cruz? En nuestras vidas. La cosa es que debemos entender eso y cambiar cosas. Y parar cosas en nuestras vidas. Y como dice la escritura aquí. Que él no vino para los justos. Vino para, uh, uh, para pecadores arrepentir. Que se pueden arrepentir. Arrepentir. So muchas veces no estamos entendiendo. O conectando estas cosas. Uh, there's a lot of times that we're not connecting these things. Or understanding these things. We're not understanding what repentance is and how we should repent. And, 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 and for kids here, you've got to understand what it is to feel sorry for something and want to change for something. If you don't, if you miss that thing and you, you're not having it, you need to pray to God for that. Because that's a scary thing not to have in your life is to feel bad for something. It, 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 it's, it, it starts to lead you down a path of being selfish and not caring. I don't care what you feel. As long as I feel like this, that's what matters. That's not what God wanted. God was completely selfless because of the love he had for us. If we turn to Acts 17.30, And the times of this ignorance God winked at 
but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. This version that I have here says, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now, in Acts 17, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. There was a time in life where there was the dark times of the Old Testament. And as it's written here in Acts, but now God has put the key to get out of this in the repentance. We acknowledge that we need God. We repent from how our life is. Two very important things, the acknowledgement and the repentance. Proverbs 28, 13 says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsake them shall have mercy. El que encubre sus pecados no prosperará, mas el que lo confiesa y se aparta alcanzará misericordia. No quiero misericordia, hermanos. Se llega un punto donde lo estamos condenando tanto que tenemos pena y que ya, ya no vamos a ir con este secreto. Qué feo, brothers. Qué feo que pensar en eso. Que el pecado se esconda tanto que no vamos a decir nada. Yo me voy a mí. ¿Cómo se dice? Tumba. Es tumba. Con este secreto. La cosa que es poderoso, hermanos, es que Dios, todo sale luz. Everything comes to light. And help us, God, in that. Because the moment we think we're cunning and sneaky enough is the moment that the light gets brighter. And I'm grateful to God because it keeps us all honest in these things. It's not like I'm looking at everybody's like, oh, is he talking about me, brother? Brother, don't look over here, brother. I'm not the light. <laughs> I'm not the spotlight. God, in his mighty way, does it. And we're grateful for it. And some of us, it's helped us and it's allowed us to overcome great demons in the past. And we're grateful for that. But we must acknowledge and we must repent. Amen? And in this process, we must have what? Hey, how'd you know that? Oh. En este proceso que, que reconocer, arrepentirnos, ¿Y qué? Crecer. This is the third thing. We got to be growing in things, brothers and sisters, and not just around our waist. Spiritually speaking, when we've acknowledged that we needed God, when we repented, now this growth starts to come. Why? Because now we've cleared a path to him. And he's going to give us sustainable things in our lives. Es importante, hermanos, cuando reconocemos y que los repetimos, que va, va a venir el crecimiento en nuestras vidas. ¿Cómo? ¿Cómo va a venir? Porque ahora tenemos una línea que es claro con él. Entendemos diferente en cosas en nuestra vida. Ya no somos el, la cola, somos la cabeza. 
en cosas. You know, brothers and sisters, it's, it's important. It's important because the, the devil, the, like I said, the devil wants us to be in all the curses of the flesh. But the moment that we have a clear sight on Christ and we've acknowledged and repented and we can see him clearly is the moment that we start to see that these things don't need to be in our lives. And there's power in that moment. And God bless everyone that has acknowledged that and, 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 and maintains it. And in this process, now some of us can say, I don't maintain it all the way, boo-hoo. But that's, this is where God's mercy and grace comes in for the change. Acknowledge that you're not doing it. Again, that's part of the process. Acknowledge that you didn't and repent from it and what? Wow, it's kind of like a whole winning thing there. You mess up, acknowledge it, repent, grow from it. So Hebrews 5.12 reads, But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Verse 15. Meditate upon these things. Oh, brother, uh, it was Hebrews 12. Did you go all the way to 14 already? It was 12 through 14. Let's go ahead and pull it up here while my brother gets it. No, he's, oh, there he got it. For when, for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as of need of milk and not of strong meat. So what does it say here? Is that this process of acknowledging Repenting, you're stunted in your growth here because you should already be teaching in the time that you've had, but you're still in need of the acknowledgement and the repentance. You're still in this caught moment that you're not excelling. You know, some of us were at a point where we, we keep on using terms like, pray for me, brother, in this. How many of us use that? Pray for me, brother, in this. But listen to what you're saying there. I'm still not growing. Because you're not saying it in a way that it's new. You're saying it in a way that this is still the same thing. So hear yourself in these things. Because there needs to be growth. And if we read here in verse 13, for everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Now, so again, if somebody is, is struggling, they're not going to be skillful in using the word. And if they're not going to be skillful in using the word, then they're going to be overtaken in the things of the flesh. So if you're struggling with things, brothers and sisters, and these same things are still repetitive. These same struggles that we could say 20 years ago, it was the same struggle. There was no, there's been no growth or advancement. You have no skill in the word. I'm not saying that. Paul's saying it here. So we have to ask God for wisdom. God, help me in these things. Help me if I gossip. Help me if I, if I am pr proud, I have pride. Help me if I have hate. Help me if I'm... 
If I don't see, if I'm only seeing through my eyes, God, not through yours. If I don't think I do anything wrong, help me. If I don't humble myself, help me. Before it's too late. A veces, hermanos, necesitamos entender que reconociendo, arrepentiéndonos, que debe venir crecimiento. Y a veces no viene el crecimiento. ¿Por qué? Porque no estamos accomplishing, how do you say it? Acomplendo. Acomplendo. is like those dos uh, primeras cosas. We're not accomplishing. Estamos haciendo las dos cosas que estamos hablando de aceptando, uh, no, a, a reconociendo y repenténdonos. Y no va a venir el crecimiento. Porque estamos en la leche. No estamos, no estamos avanzando porque estamos en leche que no estamos comiendo carne para avanzar en cosas que están contra de nosotros. Que puede pasar 20 años. Piensa en esto, hermanos. Piensa en las oraciones que estás pidiendo. Think about this, brothers and sisters. And, it, and it, yeah, this could get very, very sad very quickly. Are you still asking for things that you asked for 20 years ago? That's, that's a spiritual one right there. Because if you're still asking for things from 20 years ago, there's no growth. And as it says here, you are unskillful in righteousness. There's got to be something that pricks our hearts to say, I got to get past this. You know, old age and hair loss can't be the only thing that takes us in the future. We've got to get closer to God in the word and understand and not just take for granted moments and believe that God has purpose and a reason and we must grow and desire meat not desire milk we keep on reading here in verse 14 but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil now this doesn't mean that somebody that just gets baptized, you know, oh, you need milk. If that person that just got baptized has a desire to, to get into things, to understand the word of God, and can be guided by pastors, that discernment comes quickly. You don't start to question, why am I seeing things differently? Why? Are these senses coming out that I feel like this is wrong or I feel this is this discernment that God has graced you with and honored you with? If you follow that, you'll see that it gets even louder and, he, and it gets supported through scriptures. And you don't feel you're alone, that you're just, I feel so weird because I'm hearing these things and I'm feeling these things and I know that this is wrong what I'm doing, but I just don't know why. God says, no, here, you know why. Here's the word of God for it. I'm going to empower you now with the word. So you don't just think it's something you need. 
So growth is important. Es importante crecer, hermanos. Y no más, no, no más estar parado en la leche, tomando leche. Lo que es la carne que necesitamos es entender cuando ya estamos que la misma cosa. Dije 20 años, pero puede ser un año que todavía estás. Estás buscando carne para cambiar cosas. Pues ya se puso religioso la cosa. Ya se puso fariseo la cosa. It's the, it's the truth. This is the truth that sets us free. You know, have we become religious that, oh, you know, have we become the people of in the desert? 40 years. That was normal to them. I don't want to make, again, an 11-day journey, make 40 years seem normal when it was 11 days that it would have taken them. Help us, God. 1 Timothy 4.15. Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that they that thy profiting may appear to all. And I love this because again, Paul is talking to Timothy who's ministering, but it's such a good advice that it it, it follows for everyone here. You know, practice these things, immerse yourself in them. So that all may see your progress. That's beautiful. That's beautiful because some of us, we talk it more than we show it. And we ask ourselves, why haven't our family, why haven't this? It's because we're talking it more than we're showing it. That's the hypocrisy. You think when you do it behind closed doors and you're a hypocrite that it still doesn't affect your seed? You think because you said it very quietly and, and you thought it? You just thought it. That it's not going to affect your seed? This curse comes over us. We must repent and grow from it. Because again, if it's been 20 years plus that you're still struggling with this, and it's still barbershop or beauty shop type of talk, oh, really? Dime más. Help us, God. Because something's got to change. Because we got too much riding on this thing, our salvation. And not only that, Our family. So I don't want, the next time you want to stand up and you want to cry and you want to think about something hurt that you're in, think about how you're living your life. Because enough of us putting this on God. When God has said, hey, I made you a promise. I'm not a man to lie. That all your house will be saved. Help us, God force ourselves to fight for this. Now, this wasn't written anywhere, so this is just, I don't know why you took me down this level, God, but you took it. So, acknowledgement, repentance, growth, and 
sustain it? Is this one thing for it to look beautiful? We had some, we had to cut these these hedges that we had that were nice hedges at our house. But my family, God bless them. God bless what God has given me and my family. They decided to put some goats in the back of our yard. And they still don't regret it. It's, I know, I know. This is part of my growth. And these goats ate the whole bottom of the hedge. The very top where they couldn't reach, all green. All sticks. But we had to cut them all. We had to see if they're going to grow again. They're okay with it. They don't understand that those things have been there for 20 plus years. Because the goats were happy for two minutes. Because those goats could eat. But old Tristan was happy, wasn't he? Because when we cut those ones, all the ones on the top, he took it to the goats and they devoured it. So they finished it off. But we've got to sustain it. This growth, all these challenges, all this hard work that's put in, we've got to sustain it. Why? Because through the years, our kids are looking for that, are looking for guidance in that, our family's looking for that. Those around us are looking for that. And if we turn to 1 Corinthians 15, 58. ¿Por qué es tan importante, hermanos, a sostener el crecimiento? Todo el trabajo que se llevó para llegar a ese punto. Y no más para decir, ah, ah vamos otra vez. Abajo en la montaña. All this work that we do to climb the mountain and we fall down, down the mountain again. And here we go again, climbing up that mountain. Sustain yourself. If it's windy, no. Widen your stance. If it's slippery, stop for a second. Hold on to something. This is why it's important to grow and not to stay in the middle. Because this world that we're looking out outside isn't just staying milky. It's changing in tremendous ways. But we better be on guard. Because we've been warned from God through the years. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Be steadfast. Be what? Be unmovable. Don't go by your own thoughts. That's going to move you. Go by what God's going to establish through the word in you. Oh, some of us, we go through our thoughts so much and we're just moving with the waves. That's been some of us, for some of us, a 20-year curse right there is I feel like this, this month. This is the flavor of my salvation this month. We need to take this at a high level, high urgency to understand what God is telling us so we can sustain ourselves. 
and not be moved. Not be moved. Bien importante, hermanos, para que no, no seamos movidos. Esa es parte de sostenernos, que va a venir cosas contra nosotros. Pero entendiendo que, primeramente, que estamos fundados en una fundación que no se mueve. Y no debemos movernos en nuestras opiniones. Para opiniones hay muchas. Pero para la palabra de Dios hay una. Si alguien comienza a hablar de su opinión más que la palabra de Dios. O no uh, ponen esto como el, el mero, mero cosa. Hay un problema. Y ya está pasando eso. Ya perso personas no se pueden acomodar. 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 Con la palabra. Y ya, ya hacen esto. Yo, yo pienso que Dios me, me está guiando así. Yo, me dio un sueño. Me, me enseñó esto. Hay problemas con eso, hermanos. So there's problems, brothers and sisters, the moment we stop emphasizing how important the word of God is in our growth. And also if we're not sustaining ourselves in the foundation through the word of God. It's important for us to sustain ourselves in his word. Not in our own thoughts, our own beliefs. Because the struggle's going to come. The struggle's going to come in our lives. And we're going to have to know how to apply God's word to that struggle. A struggle could have came to your life already. You could have already went through a struggle that you're struggling with that you haven't figured out how to apply the word of God to it. God can give you wisdom in that. There's no reason to carry baggage. There's no reason to carry things on you anymore when God wants to relieve you from these things. But again, that could be the 20-year curse that happens. 20 years later, you're still carrying what you carried. And God was there on day one. If you would have just accepted, acknowledged him. We can't miss these things. We can't skip things. This process is so important. If we turn to Galatians 6, 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. No nos cansemos pues de hacer bien, que a su tiempo segaremos si no hubiéramos desmayado. El trabajo, hermanos, que se lleva aquí. El trabajo que se lleva. The work that it takes here. This is not for the weary. This is not for the weak. If you think you're tough and you're strong and you think you're Tarzan and you're King Kong of the hill, I challenge you to submit to God and see what that does to you when God shows you how powerful and mighty he is because it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of a living God. But it's also an amazing thing when you're in his presence and he heals everything. And sees beyond what doctors and scientists can see. 
in the depths that we need him to see and fill. Who can understand him? I thank you, God, for your power and your might and your mysteries. Because it was God that spoke into you in your mother's womb that told you he had a plan for you. Sometimes that noise went away and we went our own way. But now that we've acknowledged, we've repented, and we're in the growth season, now sustain this. Some of us, we need to look and where we need to go back and start from. If it's the repentance, and repent from things that have got us to a stagnant state of not growing, and repent. If we turn to Titus 2, 7, the group wants to get ready for In all things showing thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. What a thing to live up to that your worst enemy can't even say something bad about you. Because everybody that he would say it to would look at him and say, what? That part? No. You're a fool saying that. God has power, brothers and sisters. And sometimes we, as I mentioned, we rob him because we keep on interrupting. Give it a chance for you to stay in his hands of the potter, the potter's hands. Give it a chance for him to finish what he started in you. And for some of you that he hasn't started things yet, give him a chance to start something. Because though the process is scary and though it seems like odd that someone knows things that I didn't even know, Subconsciously, I didn't even know. But it's such a powerful thing when he comes into our lives. Qué bonito cosa es, hermanos, cuando estamos en los manos del, ¿cómo se dice? El potter, el alfadero. A veces es temeroso porque no, sé, no sabemos qué está haciendo, pero el momento que estamos viendo que estamos libres en cosas. Cosas están cambiando en nuestras vidas. Sabemos que es Él haciendo algo bueno en nosotros. He's doing something mighty in us. Accept this process. Love the process. Even though it's bumpy, even though it's hard, it's nothing like it was without Him. But I tell you one thing. If there's doubt in your mind and you're questioning things that are happening in you or your family, you start to question what, how we're honoring him. Because that can stop the process. Because again, I'm borrowing myself for a little bit. God, I'll bring myself back, God. I'll bring myself back. 
I'm going to bring myself back, okay? I just got to take care of a couple of things because the flesh, the flesh kind of called me for these things. I'll bring myself back. All in that process that he was going to do something. Shame on us for not understanding that. Be mad at yourself for not understanding that. Want to do something, want to change something because you're not understanding that. Do something that's going to motivate you to push you over that 20-year hump. And that's when you will see the change. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? we pray, brothers and sisters, that this word stay in our hearts and that understanding can come from it. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We are so sorry, Father, if we have fallen short, Lord, of things in our lives that have not been right.